off stage to get a hold of you. Everybody help me sing this song. About to happen. We've already had a lot of good things, but there's still something good about to happen. Just as Samson said, one more time, Lord, just may you just pour out your presence among us in the service tonight, as never before all weekend. And I believe He's here to do that. If we came expecting, you have to come expecting in order for God to move for you and believe all things are possible. Everybody's tired in body, and I know exactly how you feel. I am too. But guess what? This is God's work. So I got plenty of strength left, and I've got probably 600 more songs we could sing if we wanted to. So you know, we're here for the duration tonight. We want to worship the Lord. We want Him to get all the glory Amen. and all the praise in the service tonight. Brother Jonathan, come and lead us in prayer tonight, if you will. Amen. Anybody had a good time? Amen. You enjoy worshiping the Lord? Amen. Enjoy coming to church? How many's tired? Go ahead and raise your hands. You're tired. How many of your neighbor, do they, do they stink? They got good sweat all over them, don't they? That's all right, because you do too. So, you know what? Let's just forget about it. Let's just give the night to God. He's waited all weekend. He's done miracle after miracle after miracle. And he's sitting up there right now going, and y'all think that's something? Watch this. I got something special for tonight. Just forget about it. Just forget about all the pains, all the terror, all the turmoil, all the hurts, all the tiredness. You know, when you get tired, stand up and praise the Lord and see if that don't help you. You feel yourself nodding off, stand up and say amen. amen. It ain't going to hurt the preacher. He's going to get excited. He might pick on you. Right? Just give it to him tonight. Amen. Let's just break loose tonight. Let's just get out of our comfort zone. Take God out of the box. Forget about how we think that it has to happen. God may want it to happen. He may want you to move in a special way tonight. 
Would you be willing just to move the way he wants you to tonight? Lift your hands up to him. Dedicate your lives to him. Say, God, here we are. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we don't want to hold you back, Lord. Lord, activities, Lord, we get tired. We get sweaty. Lord, we just get all in a fuss of life. But, Lord, these weekend, Lord, what a miracle-working God you are. But, Lord, we're not done yet. We're back wanting the end. We're wanting the explanation point on the weekend. We come expecting, Lord. These young people, Lord, Lord, no matter what's going on, they every, every single one of them just lifted their hands and said, here we are, Lord. We're going to rededicate ourselves, Lord. We're going to rededicate every thought that we've had. We're going to say, God, what you want us to do tonight, Lord, we want to do it. If you want us to run, we're going to run. If you want us to shout, we're going to shout. If you want us to sit and cry, we're going to sit and cry. Lord, would you move for us, Lord? We know that you will. Touch Brother Mark. Touch the musicians, Lord. Lord, what an awesome opportunity they've sacrificed for us. Lord, we thank you for it, Lord. Touch the sound room members, Lord, have been here in the unseen making it happen. All of the adults, Lord, the brothers and sisters that have sacrificed so much time, worked so hard. Lord, we ask you to bless them in a special way. We ask you to touch Brother Joe tonight, Lord. Strengthen that voice. Lord, give him that last explanation more than we're wanting to hear. We're desiring to hear. Lord, come walk through these aisles tonight, Lord. Lord, we give our bodies. We give our minds. We give our voices. We give our talents. We give all that we are to you. Come be with us, Lord. We love you, Lord Jesus. What's wrong with us Americans? We're spoiled and we're lazy. Imagine us having two week service, doing it in a tent and sawdust and all that. I know just the thought of that made y'all just wore out right there, didn't it? Just say, oh my goodness. So we, we've got it pretty good here tonight. We have a wonderful, cool place to worship God and just have a wonderful time in Him. And I opened my mouth last night. I said, during all these services, not one young person has come to me and asked for a special. Guess what? Every one of you came to me this time. And we could just literally have a concert here tonight, and that's all. But that's not why we're here. We're here for worshiping the Lord tonight. Brother Isaac, God bless you, buddy. Good to see you, man. Amen. Uh, we're going to worship the Lord tonight, but we're still here. We're going to have time for the Word to come forth. That's what we're here. That's the main course. That's what we're all looking for tonight. I looked in my song books and couldn't find the words to this verse of this song, so you guys might have to help me. Amen. Kids, you. Oh, he is higher than the highest. He is greater than the race. No
midst of a church and we're rising up. We'll let you have your seats tonight. And I don't know where to begin. So we're just going to start somewhere. Brother Jonathan, you've got to help me. Brother, is it Aaron? Andrew. Massive. Yes, he's got a song for us tonight. Drew. 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 Get it in there, Mark. Get it in there. Let's be patient with the musicians because when they hadn't worked with you, it's kind of complicated to try to learn a song in two seconds. But they can do it there. Let's see, what was it they said? Uh, the musicians, not magicians. <laughs> so you have to give the magician a while to get it right, okay? Amazing shall
thankful for that tonight. Amen. You look beyond our minds, plural, thoughts, and saw my needs. Amen. So here we are again. Uh, I think uh, Nora and the Garrett family have got a song for us tonight. So if you'll be making your way up to sing tonight, if you will. Can I just see a show of hands? Who, who, who else has got a song so I'll know? Oh, my Lord, help us, Jesus. Okay. Be in prayer, okay?
three. Sister Angela, you have ten minutes. Is that right? Thank you, Jesus. Very good. Your name is Denise. Thank you, Lord. And his last name is Wade. Wow, I got all three. Wow. Man, man, Wade. Praise the Lord. Glad God is in your story tonight. Praise the Lord. All right. 
name? Ruth. Ruth. Christian. All right, Sister Ruth, come right over here. Brother Dave. Never said there wouldn't be trials, never said I wouldn't fall, never said that everything would go the way I wanted to go, but when my back is against the wall and I feel all hope is gone, I'll just lift my head up to the sky and say help me to strong and I can't I just can't give up now I've come too far from where I started from nobody told me that the road was easy and I don't believe he's brought me this far Nobody told me. Nobody told me. 
say amen to that. I just can't give up now. I've come too far from where I started from. Amen. Why would you want to get this close to the end and give up? I mean, it's going home time. Amen. Sister Rula and, and uh, her group. <laughs> I'm not going to try to name all the names tonight. the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. Oh, my God, He never fails. And I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory 
Why don't we do that just now? Why don't we just give the Lord some praise? In this Does anybody love the Lord tonight? Just give Him praise. Somebody just lift your voice right now. God is worthy of our praise. Are you ashamed of Him? If you are, He'll be ashamed of you. Let's just give him praise and worship. Father, we thank you. We give you praise, Lord. We worship you. We thank you for these meetings. We thank you for your presence among us. 
We're so blessed tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You can have your seat. God loves and he inhabits the praise of his people. And tonight, we don't believe the facts, but we believe the truth. How many believes the truth? Sister Jessica, come and sing that for us tonight, if you will. Then we'll get out of the way and give Brother Phil a time just to believe what the Lord has for us tonight. Jerome! 
sing with though so praise the Lord I can't praise the Lord though it might be with a little laryngitis but I can praise the Lord I can still do that if I can't do that amen God gave us all kinds of instruments to use for him praise the Lord aren't you happy if you leave here sad, it's nobody's fault but your own. Oh, it's nobody's fault but your own if you leave here sad. Well, it's nobody's fault but your own. I said it's nobody's fault but your own. If you fail to serve Jesus, oh, hallelujah, oh, no. Nobody's fault but your own. I said it's nobody's fault but your own. No, it's nobody's fault but your own. If you fail to serve Jesus and your soul be lost, well, it's nobody's fault but your own. One more time. Well, it's nobody's fault. But your own. I said it's nobody's fault but your own. And if you fail to serve Jesus and your soul it be lost, it is nobody's fault but your own. Praise the Lord. Nobody's fault but your own. You have had opportunities, and I hope they're not missed tonight, because you've got all kinds of opportunities, you've had all kinds of opportunities, please don't let this opportunity pass you by, look what you're missing, what fun we're having in the Lord <laughs> this is the time of my life right here, you know why? Because I know where I'm standing. You know where that is? Exactly where God wants me. When you figure that out or when you find out God shows you your place, there is nothing in this world that is better than that. Nothing. No matter if you stand at the door and open it for the person that comes in. That is your place. You ought to be so thankful to God. Thank you. Can I be that flunky tonight? Can I open the door for you? 
Yes, God is looking for all kinds of people to do all kinds of things for him. Whatever you're led to do, that's what God wants you to do. And when you find it, nobody can talk you out of it. If somebody can talk you into it, they can talk you out of it. But if God does the work, it is finished. Right there, it's done. For eternity. Oh, man, I could sing some more, but I'm not. We're going to introduce our brother Joe tonight, and we look forward. You know, this this just reminds me of, of, of a wedding, of the bride and the groom. And that makes yeah. me want to sing that song tonight. Let's sing it as we invite our brother Joe tonight. Well, is that wedding music I hear? The bride's adorned and ready to said already tonight. How many has got no expectation? Amen. Let's just go to him in prayer and we'll just commit this service to the Lord and trust for his leadership. Father, Lord, we already feel your anointing. Your presence is here, Lord. God, and we see the facts maybe stacked up against us, oh God. And Lord, as we have learned through the, through the course of this weekend, our young people, Father, is they have had the facts stacked up, oh God. But the truth is they never belong to the devil. They've always belonged to you, Lord. And each of us that are here this morning, we never belong to the devil, no matter where we found ourselves in, oh God. God, rich in mercy, you came by our way, Lord. You spoke to us through an angel, Father. You said, oh boy, wake up. You've been here long enough. And Lord, we've made our way home, Father. We're here. We've been accepted in the Father's house, Father. And Lord, and we just come to rejoice in our liberty tonight. God, we come to reign in our liberty tonight. Lord, we're not here to sit down. We're not here to shut up. God, but we're here to give praise to Almighty God, the one who's broke the shackles off of us, the one who's loosed the chains from us, the one who's brought deliverance. Oh, God, we're here to worship you tonight, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Most High God. And, Father, we invite you to come and inhabit the praise of your people, oh, God. Father, we just give this service to you now, Lord. Father, we ask you to speak to every heart, every life, every need, every situation. 
And Lord, I just pray, Lord, as you lay little haven on my heart in the back office, dear God, I pray there'll be a supernatural outpouring to touch her body tonight, God. Lord, you see what that family has gone through. Lord, you see how the devil's tried to take that life. But Satan, I curse you this morning or this evening in the name of Jesus. You take your hands off of God's property. You can't hold that daughter of God. You can't have her. We speak healing over her right now in the name of Jesus. Loose her and let her go to serve a living God. Father, and I pray you'll just continue to pour out your spirit. I ask, Lord God, that it be you that would be the speaker tonight and not me. Lord, may you speak to our hearts, we ask it now in Jesus' name. Amen. It's been good to be in the house of the Lord. It's been good to be with you this weekend. And we're going to get quickly to the word of God. I kept telling my wife I was going to preach 45 minutes. We drove 10 minutes. I said, I'm going to preach 30 minutes. She drove another 10 minutes. I said, look, I'm going to preach 20 minutes. She said, you just get shorter and shorter every time. I don't believe it. I'm like, you're right. I'm not going to do all that. <laughs> so, man, you set up such an atmosphere tonight. We could just preach. Come on. How many of your chains are gone? Come on. If your chains are gone, show the devil. There ain't no chains holding me. I can't be held by broken chains. The liberator has come through this weekend. The shackles that once held you, they don't hold you no more. So when you face Monday morning, the devil comes and whispers in your ear, you might as well shake your hands of praise. Say, Satan, you can't hold me. You can't have me. I don't belong to you. I've been liberated. I've been set free. And who the Son has made free, he's free indeed. I'm free tonight. I'm free tomorrow. I'm free next week. I'm free next year. Because Christ, through his word, has made me free. Satan, you can't have me. I don't belong to you, and I just recognize my place in the Word. And the Word says everything, every promise in the book is mine. I'm taking my kids. I'm taking my husband. I'm taking my wife. I'm taking my healing. I'm taking my deliverance. Back off, devil. Do you believe it this evening? We got a promise. We got a message this evening that's liberated us from the chains of darkness. Amen. Let's turn to Matthew 11, 25. Hallelujah. Sister Jessica, wow. Woo. I wish I could preach the way you sing. Man, man, man. Look, I had a, pre- a preacher told, told somebody one time, said, look, I invited Brother Joe, but I hope he brings his wife. He said, she's two-thirds of his ministry. I said, well, praise God. We went full time. I try to take her everywhere I go. Thank God for a wonderful wife and a wonderful gift. You know, God, she's yielded that gift to the Lord and been singing for him for many years. And I just count it an honor to be able to share with it. So we're going to look here tonight. And I want to speak to you young people and to the adults. Don't you shut down tonight. But I want to speak to you on stand fast in your liberty. Stand fast in your liberty. God has come by and he's dealt with these young people all weekend. We've seen service after service, altar after altar. Your young people has come and and God has broke the chains of darkness off their life. But I want you to know it ain't only for the young people tonight. I'm going to be speaking to you adults. 
because we go through similar things that these young people are going through. But I want you to know you got to stand fast. you got to stand resolute. you got to stand determined. I'm not backing up. I'm not backing down. I'm not going to bend. I'm not going to bow. Satan, you can't have my family. You can't have my health. You can't have me. I don't belong to you. I belong to Almighty God. And I'm going to stand fast in this word. He says, now at the time, Jesus answered and he said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight, all things are delivered unto me of the Father. And no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And he to whomever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Notice now he says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God bless you. You can have your seats this evening. Like I said, I'm going to speak to you on stand fast in your liberty. We look at this word here in verse 29, take my yoke. This word yoke is a crossbar or a band. It means a, it's a, a servile condition used of burden or bondage. You find people that are in slavery, they have a yoke on them, they have chains on them. They have things that are holding them back. And it can be troublesome laws that are imposed on someone. But we find also in 2 Corinthians 3, in verse 17, it says, Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is bondage. Oh, come on now, y'all. Hey, y'all got no reason to be asleep tonight. I don't preach three services. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Oh, that was weak. That was weak as a, a, a chicken that was starved to death or whatever that quote say, Brother Branham says. Shadow of a chicken that was starved to death. Man, that was weak. So come on. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? There is liberty. And I want you tonight as sons and daughters of God to stand fast. Not in the bondage, but in the fact that your chains are gone. And God has released unto you his word. And now you are free indeed. Satan can't hold you. Fear can't hold you. The pressure can't hold you. Your sickness can't hold you. No matter what you're going through, trials can't hold you. Because he set you free tonight. And he that the son is made free, he is free indeed. Notice we find in Galatians 5. He says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Verse 13, this is where we're drawing our text from tonight. For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Each of you here this weekend, each of you here tonight, you have been called to be free. You have been called unto liberty. Only use liberty, or not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but love and serve one another. So we find here in Matthew, Jesus is telling us to take his yoke. It's not a yoke of bondage, but it's a yoke of liberty. 
where the chains of darkness has fallen off your life and your eyes have come open and you recognize I never belonged to the devil. I was always a son. Think about the story that we hear and it's a simple little story but may it can be more than a story tonight of little Johnny Crow, little, little Crow that just kept going around and around and around because the farmer said, you know what? I'm tired of you eating in my field. I'm tired of you eating my crop. So he tied his foot up and he tied him to a post and someday all the other crows came by. Oh, Johnny, won't you, won't you fly up here and come south with us? He says, I can't. I'm chained. I got a bondage on me. But one day some poor miserable soul came by and cut the chains off of him. And Johnny just went going round and around and around and around. And some of you tonight have been going around and around and around and around. But I'm here to tell you, your chains are gone. Your chains are gone. There's been a good man in the house. Jesus Christ came to you this weekend and he cut the chains. Come on, Johnny Crow. Stand fast in your liberty. You've been set free by the word. This ain't some man's idea. This ain't some denominational belief. You've been let go by the chains of God. He has loosed you from the bondage of the enemy. And he's saying, take my yoke. Take my burden. My burden is easy. But some of you are so worried about what you got to give up. Oh, what I got to give up? You're not giving up nothing. Oh, my. Best decision I ever made outside of my beautiful wife is I made him my Lord. I made him my Lord. Best decision I've ever made. I've not regretted one moment. I've not desired one time to go back to the life that I used to live. Because God had done the work. Because there were chains on my life. There was chains of women. There was chains of drinking. There was chains of partying. There was all these chains trying to hold me back from my potential to be a son of God. But God knew that on He on the inside before the foundation of the world, He put a seed on the inside. He put a germ of life inside that seed. And He knew one day at the right time, in the right atmosphere, in the right moment, that seed that I put there, He's got confidence in it tonight. That seed is going to come to life. You say, oh, Brother Joe, I've been going a long time. But I'm here to tell you tonight, a son of God can go a long time before he recognizes he's a son. And I'm here to declare to you, you're sons and daughters of God. God put a seed on the inside. And that seed ain't to be yoked up. That seed ain't to be bound up. That seed is to be free tonight. I say stand fast in your freedom. Stand fast in your liberty. You're free indeed, church. And Martin... Martin Luther, Martin Luther King can pronounce, I'm free. He had a vision of freedom for a natural people. What about our freedom? What about our freedom? What about our liberty? And so many times we find ourselves, we're free one minute only to be bound another. We're free one minute. We go to church, the house just breaks open, we have a party. Walk out on Monday morning, man. Ooh. No, church. You've got to remain constant. God don't love you one minute and fall out of love with you the next. You're not in his hands one minute and all of a sudden you're in, in sin the next minute. God don't save you to lose you. And God don't fill you to, 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 to lose you. God is here to break the chains off of you so you can reach your potential. God has called you in this hour to be sons of God. And use that liberty tonight, church, to be all that God's called you to be. 
to stand fast. This phrase means to stand firm. To stand, to, to, be, to be persevering. To keep one standing. And the word persevere here means to continue in a course of action. No matter what you face. Continue in a course of action. To be persistent. And that, and that word persistent, I kind of like it. Because sometimes, how many of you have ever been hard-headed? Man, I got more hands raised on that than I did this morning with a bunch of hard-headed knuckleheads. But the word persistent means to continue firmly or obstinately. That means having a hard head. Obstinate. You know, you find you see people that are obstinate. You're like, man, I'll tell you this, and you always go against it. But here we find that it means to, to continue firmly or obstinately in an opinion or a course of action in spite of the difficulty. In spite of the opposition, in spite of the failure, you're to be persistent. And that's what standing fast means for you tonight. Well, you say, Brother Joe, you don't understand what I'm going through. All the hell is turned on me. I'm here to tell you the prophet of God say, when all hell turned loose on you, all heaven is loose also. Oh, but we're worried about hell. We're worried about this. Oh, this one's turned loose and that one's turned. Quit worrying about what hell's doing and watch what God's going to do. He said, when hell comes against you, I'm going to raise a standard. Oh, heaven will be turned loose on you. Stand fast in your liberty. We find that's why so many believers today are under pressure. Because hell has been released. 200,000 thousand demons from the river Euphrates has been, unrele- un- uh, been released on the bride. In an ec- ecumenical or ecclesiastical move to do what? To keep her bound. That's why we face attack after attack. Hell is trying to keep its grip on you. Hell's trying to hold you as a prisoner. Somebody needs to look hell in the face and say, you can't have me. You can't have me. Think about the story that the prophet of God would say he had a vision and he already had a dream. And there was a bunch of people there in a bad place. And it was Brother Borders, I believe, and, and, and a, a lady that he had went to church with. or He knew her and she went to a church of Christ. And she said, deliver the people, Brother Branham. And, the, and he's like, I can't deliver. Look at me. I'm just scrawny. I'm not Brother Nathan. I don't have big muscles and, you know, and all that. But he, she's like, deliver us. You've been misunderstood and you've misunderstood the people. And the Spirit of the Lord came to me and said, deliver those people. Deliver those people. Oh, church. And he says, look, I looked at myself and I didn't have it. But the voice said, deliver those people. And he said, and he spoke out, house of hell. Give way in the name of Jesus. And the bars started popping. And they started creaking. And everybody went free, church. I'm going to tell you tonight, house of hell. You got to take your hands off of God's people. There's freedom in the house. There's liberty in the house of God tonight. You can't hold them. I speak the name of Jesus. I speak it over their family. I speak it over their children. I speak it over their home. I speak it over their job. I speak liberty tonight. And stand fast, young people. The truth has made you free. Take my yoke. Oh, the facts are, you made mistakes. But the truth is, I'm free. The facts are, I got scars. But the truth is, they don't define me. I'm free. I'm free. 
because I've not been freed by my own humanity. I haven't been freed by some preacher. I've been freed by the voice behind the voice. A spirit behind the spirit. He has come in and he's released me from the things of this world. See, freedom is a gift that is given to us and it's received by faith. For Ephesians 2 and verse 8 says, For by grace you are saved through faith, and that is not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. So you have to receive freedom. A pardon is not a pardon, but what is accepted as a pardon. Brother David, I could tell you you're free, you're free, you're free, you're free, but once you, until you start believing it. Until you start believing, you're a 1470. This guy was a knucklehead. He was a 740 in reality, but because he finally thought he was something and the score came back as a 1470, he began to conduct himself as a 1470. I'm going to tell you, young people, you're not a 1470. You're a 1600. You're the top of the top. You're the max of the max. You're all, oh, hallelujah. You're all that God has intended you to be. Quit living below your privileges. Quit living below your God-given rights. God has called you to be heirs. God has called you to be joint heirs with Christ. Oh, we let little petty things. Sister Susie Jack, y'all remember her from the other night? (laughs) Sister Susie Jack said something. Well, we don't even know who Susie Jack is, so don't care. Let them talk. You're free. Oh, my. Man, when I got free, y'all, whoo. Man, when I got free. I remember the first time I went to Hebrew Light Tabernacle, I thought there was a bunch of nuts. Man, all that shouting and carrying on. I was old Baptist boy. I sat there, I'm like, man, these people got something I ain't got. But I'd been church hopping. I went to a Pentecostal church, a Presbyterian church, a Baptist church. I was looking for something. But when I stepped into that church, and before that service was over, I knew that's where I belonged. Oh, church, I gave up my denomination. I gave up my Apostles' Creed. Yeah, I used to say that. But I tell you what, I gave it all up. I I moved to even like Tabernacle. I've been there ever since. The chains have been broken off my life. God's given me a beautiful wife. He gave me beautiful kids. He gave me a ministry. Why for to share to you? You don't have to be bound this morning. You don't have to live below your rights this morning. God has released you the greatest message that there ever was. It's a message of liberty. And stand fast in it this morning or this evening. Don't allow yourself to be entangled again with yokes of depression and yokes of darkness and yokes of unbelief and yokes of doubt and yokes of sin. He has made you free. Now conduct yourself as a 1600. Come on, somebody. Conduct yourself as a 1600. When I come back with Brother Cadre next year, I'm looking for some 1600s who look right, dress right, talk right, act right, praise right. They ain't all sleeping on the view because they've been up gaming all night. No, sir. No, but they're here in the house of God because they hear the sound of liberty. Oh, I said to hear the sound of oh, What's all that noise? What's all that excitement? Oh, excuse the noise tonight. It's just a sound. It's just a sound of our freedom. Oh, hallelujah. 
It's just the sound of the chains breaking, of the chains, the fetters falling off tonight. Oh, I'm under expectation for next year. I hope you live up to it. <laughs> That's right. 1600s all around. Oh, hallelujah. We got the best of the best. We got the best of the best. Notice Paul says, stand fast. Stand resolute. He was emphatic that we are free. Oh, my, the first church age messenger. This is the liberty that, did I not, did, excuse me, the denominations don't give us. See, true liberty is a freedom from the tyranny of trying to earn your way to Christ. Right. Did you get that? True freedom is freedom from the tyranny thinking you got to do something to earn your right. Oh, church, we're not legalistic. We got grace. You ain't got to do a bunch of hell marriage. You ain't got to do a bunch of, oh, I got to push play. I got to push play. I got to push play. I got to read so many chapters. It ain't about that at all. But when you got true liberty on the inside, it'll make you push play. It'll make you get in that work. It'll make you get into the things of God. It'll make you come to the church house. It'll make you attend a camp meeting. It'll make you come to a banquet. Because the word wants to receive more of the word. And the more of the word that you receive, you become. Stand fast means you got to you got to work at it. It's just gonna take an effort. So Monday morning, when Brother Joe's gone, you're gonna have to fight for your liberty. You got to drive a stake down. See, driving a stake down was an Indian term or Indian message. So what they would do, they would take a young Indian. A warrior, and they would tie him to a stake. He would drive it down, and he would tie him to a stake. And he had to fight for that piece of ground, no matter what it cost. If it even cost him his life, he wasn't retreating. And I'm here to tell you, there's some, there's some young people in Murfreesboro, Tennessee right now. We're driving a stake down this weekend. We ain't retreating. We ain't giving up. We're going forward. We're going to defend this ground, and we're going to uproot that stake, and we're going to drive it forward, and we're going to drive it back down, and we're going to fight for healing, and we're going to fight for our family. And we're going to fight for the living. And we're going to uproot that stake. And we're going to drive it down further. And we're going to get our healing. And we're going to get our deliverance. We're not backing up, church. We have been made free. Don't entangle yourself with the cares of Monday morning. Don't entangle yourself with the cares of Friday night. Oh, we're free. We're free. Notice someone who has been made free by Jesus. But you know, there's people today that want to, they want to try to hold, hold you underneath their thumb. Right. Let me just share what the great evangelist D.L. Moody said. I don't know about y'all, but I feel it tonight. I've saved myself all weekend for this moment. I'm going to give you everything I got. I just hope you take it. Come on, Sister Shirley. You left my wife this morning all alone. Her shoulders are bare. They're, they're heavy because you left her trying to tote the load. Let's get, let's get into it tonight. Let's say amen to the word. Sister Tracy, I need your help back there. We're going to worship God tonight. Are you free tonight? 
Are you free from the bondage of sin? Has God turned your life around? You got a reason to shout. You got a reason to worship. You got a reason to praise God. You got a reason to dance. Oh, church. Don't worry about dancing. Don't worry about Brother Joe getting a little bit fanatical. If you was where I once was, you would have the same joy. I've always been like this. Ask my wife. I didn't just wake up this one morning like this. Oh, D.L. Moody, he was dealing with a former slave woman in the South. Now, Sister Shirley, you're going to love this. She, she says, now, is I free? Or be I not? When I go to my old master, he says, I ain't free. And when I go to my own people, they say I is. And I don't know whether I'm free or not. Some people told me that Abraham Lincoln, he signed that proclamation. But Master says he didn't. He didn't have any right to. But I'm here to tell you, your Emancipation Proclamation has been signed. I'm telling you, it's been signed. Not, oh, not with the pen of your manufacturer. It's been signed by the blood. You're free tonight. Can't no devil hold me back. You can't have my jump. You can't have my shout. You can't have my worship. You can't have my praise. I'm free. You ain't got to wonder, is I free or is I not? I'm here to declare to you, you're free tonight. Stand fast in that liberty. Stand fast in it. Don't entangle yourself again. Her old master wants to come around, tell you, you're still my slave. You're a slave to passion. You're a slave to pride. Got to be a slave to depression. Oh, you may get free this weekend. Don't worry. I'm knocking at your door come Monday. Slave to anxieties. Some of you have been a slave to bitterness. Oh, now, now we're going to the back. Slave to grudges, holding something against somebody. You like that unjust, that unjust guy? He he got all liberated and got all free. Oh, he didn't have the ability to pay the debt, but yet he set him free. And he goes right to his own his own slave, and he says, "Look, you owe me this. Pay me this." And because he couldn't pay him, he threw him in prison. But yeah, what God has done for you, God has released unto you the joys of being a Christian. And we want to hold something over somebody else. Some grudge, some bitterness, some unforgiveness. I'm going to tell you, look, if you've been set free by the power and the mercies of God, let's just let let everything go tonight. Let it all go tonight. Just forgive them tonight. You can't change what was done, but you can sure change tomorrow. There's no sense of holding those things. It don't make you any better than anybody else because, oh, I got a grudge. They hurt my feelings. Big whip. Live long enough, it'll get hurt again. But we're a slave to family strain. Slave to bitterness and grudges and unforgiveness. Slave to complexes. You know, we live. The old taskmaster wants you to live below your rights. The Bible tells us in 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 3, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. This word deception or deceive 
is a yoke of bondage. Notice, to deceive means to believe something that is not true. Typically in order to gain some personal advantage. Now this morning I told y'all that our precious brother Pat was Amish. He never was Amish. He was Catholic. He said, look, don't give me the Amish. Look, I got power over the Pope. I was Catholic. I got delivered from that thing. I said, well, praise God, Brother Pat. We ain't going to entangle you again with that one. He didn't even pay me for that. Just told him I'd take care of it. Well, we find deceiving or deception is a yoke that men place on one another to have control over their life. And we understand now that many legalistic men, many legalistic preacher or pastor, they want to use this same message that I'm preaching to you tonight to hold control over the people. To deceive them. To hold control over them. You can't go to nobody else's church. Ain't no way you're going to Brother Joseph's banquet. If you go there, you're committing spiritual adultery and you're bound for hell. Men will use terms like that to hold control over the people. That is a lie of the enemy. It's bondage. And they use scripture. And they use quotes. And they use uh, the atmosphere, if you want to call it, of a religious setting to hold sway over the people. I'm going to tell you, don't no man control Joe Adams. I'm controlled by the Holy Ghost. I've been freed by the Holy Ghost. You didn't die for me. He died for me. You didn't set me free. He set me free. How my allegiance to Almighty God this evening. But we find they use the same quotes. And they want to preach a, a holiness standard. I believe in a holiness standard. But you can't force, you can't force and legislate righteousness. You can't legislate it. You can set boundaries. But all true righteousness and holiness comes when there's been a change in the heart. When the chains fall off and they realize I've been set free. Then you can live, young ladies, as a godly sister, as a godly example. And then all the snippity snip, y'all got it going on now. You don't snip straight across. You kind of snip with the curvature of your hair. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, gotcha. It's still snipping. Come on, but if you get Christ in the heart, there won't be no more snippity snip. It'll be, oh, yes, Lord. I thank you for my glory. I thank you for my hair. I thank you for my standard. I thank you for my life. I thank you for who you make me, God. I ain't trying to dress up and be who's who. I want to be who you want me to be. But we can't legislate righteousness and holiness. As moms and dads, what we do is we bring you up in a godly atmosphere. Bring you up in a godly home. And we pray, oh my, how we pray. God, get a hold of that knucklehead's heart. Or that knucklehead's heart. And we commit you to God. Look, if God can't take care of you, we sure can. Am I right, mama? If God can't save them, we sure can't save them. 
So you commit them back to God. Amen. And God ain't never lost a one. Amen. Did you hear what I said? He ain't never lost. Why you say, Brother Joe, what about that story about the 99 and Jesus left? No, did he lose them? No, sir. He went after that one. And some of you have been that one. Let me tell you, I've been that one, but I'm here today. I'm here today. God's here today. Why? To go after that one. And you may be that lone sheep being out there in the wilderness all by yourself. But I want you to know he hadn't lost you. He hadn't lost you. He'll go. He'll bring you back. Oh, church, let me keep going now. I'll tell you what. I told y'all 30 minutes, but I lied. So we want to try to force holiness. We want to try to force righteousness. But God sent us a message. Once you receive it and your heart has been turned, when that heart has been turned, oh, my, you ain't got to worry about holiness. All of a sudden, max factor, you know what that is? It's makeup, Maybelline. It's just a new terminology today. Maybelline just wipes out of your face and wipes out of your, your, your cabinet and wipes out of your bathroom and wipes out of your purse, wipes out of your car. But you got to get Maybelline out of your heart. Otherwise, Maybelline's going to find a rest. He's gonna, she's going to find somewhere to hang up and you just hold that little mascara back. Well, I may need this one day. No, you don't. When you ever get free, you'll burn that mess. We had a young man in our church. He loved to play video games. I mean, he had a thousand of games. He had hundreds of thousands, not hundreds of thousands, that's a little bit too much, Brother Joe, you're exaggerating a little bit there. But he had a lot of money and tied up in a lot of video games. But God dealt with his heart. And he came to my house. I said, oh, what are we going to do? You ever heard the story about the guy who burnt, the, uh, burnt his ship? Some of y'all need to burn the ship. Oh, I began to tell him about Cortez. Now, he, he sailed over there, and he looked back at his men and said, you're going to keep ship? He said, no, burn the ship. We ain't going back. I didn't come to Murfreesboro, Tennessee to go back home defeated. I came here to burn ships tonight. I came here to declare you're free tonight. I came here. Oh, church, let's start a fire tonight when the power of the Holy Ghost comes, and we burn everything of this ungodly world out of our lives. He said, Brother Joe, I want to serve God. I said, you really want to serve God? He said, yes, sir. I said, you bring all your games to my house. We started a fire, brother. Oh, yes, we did. I got it on video. as a memorial service. And he ain't never been the same. He spent hours after hours after. He could not. He looked. This guy was intelligent. He scored a 34 on his ACT. Take that. Ain't nobody. Oh, I ain't no. I ain't scoring no 34. <laughs> this dude was intelligent. He went to school, college. He was going to be a pharmacist. Oh, but he couldn't drag his old lazy hide up out of that video game to make anything of himself. All that potential was stored up, wasted all that time in the video games, hours. He said, I'd play it eight to ten hours straight. Oh, church, but one day. God got a hold of his heart. And let me tell you, when God took the video games out of his heart, he brought me two trash bags of games and his gaming console. And he threw them in one by one. And he said, yep, I used to play that one five or six hours. And I played that one. And I played that one. And I looked at him. I said, now, how much do those games mean to you? I said, if they mean anything to you, reach your hand in there and pull it out of the fire. He said, they don't mean nothing to me no more. 
What am I taking? He got set free from it. And the same Holy Ghost, the same power of God, the same anointing will set you free, church. Just stand fast in it tonight. You've been liberated. This weekend, God has given you an opportunity and He's released your purpose to you. And He come back this morning and He gave you another word. It's not the end of the story. Now He's telling you, hey, we're at the conclusion. Stand fast. Stand fast. This is the time to be resolute. This is the time to be determined. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't go back home wishy-washy. But stand fast tonight. You have been made free by the greatest message. I believe if Brother Brandon was here, Brother Joseph, what, excuse me, what kind of pride he would have to see what his message or the message that God brought through him could produce right here tonight. And think about it. The transgender movement. You know what that movement is all about? Trying to destroy the seed. See, a homosexual can be forgiven of their homosexuality and they can still bring forth seed. But you take a transgender, they have a surgery. And it changes their bodily makeup. And Satan has done that and he's made it so prevalent in this hour. Because what is it trying to do? To kill the seed line. So that no seed can pass through. But I'm here to tell you, all that the Father has given me, they will come. And I'm looking at seeds of God right here tonight. You didn't know you were, why you came. You didn't know what you was dealing with. But Almighty God has put a seed on the inside. And there ain't enough laws of the land that can keep that seed down. There ain't a surgery that God, that the devil can perform that can keep that seed down. You have been made free. And that seed has caught on fire this weekend. You've got a purpose and you've got a promise. Oh, hallelujah. Live up to your potential. Mama, don't you go home worried about it no more. It's over. That's a promise to you. I give it to you in the name of Jesus right here tonight. You know. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Oh. Haven received that victory tonight. Deliverance. Healing. God put you on my heart in the back office. God did it. I didn't do it. Can I tell you something tonight? Before I got here this weekend, God put one young lady on my heart. You know who you are? Stand up. God put her on my heart before this meeting. Came here on Friday night. She had them long claws on. Y'all heard that in that message this morning. Them long claws all painted up. God started dealing with her. Gave her an opportunity Friday night. Came back yesterday. She still had them claws on. But yet all of a sudden now all the paint on them claws were gone. Come on. on, Raise them hands right now. There ain't no claws on them hands. Ain't no claws on them hands. Ain't no claws on them hands. Because he that the son is made free. What happened? The Holy Ghost came by her way this weekend. She had her opportunity. And she realized she's got a purpose in her life. And she realized that wasn't the end of the story. God's got something. Oh, hallelujah. God's got something greater. God's got something greater, mama. God's got something greater. It ain't the end. It's only the beginning. And he's here tonight to tell you to stand resolute in your word. God has given you a promise. We're not backing off of it tonight.
Hallelujah. We're not backing off of it. But men want to hold. Hold over this bride. They want to hold you under their persuasion. They want to claim that you got to press play. Not only press play, but you got to play the same tape at the same time, or you're not a sanctioned church. <laughs> yes, sir. Deception. The Bible says, let no man, no man, I don't care what family, I don't care what family, let no man deceive you by any means. Notice what else is going on. Men are inviting Brother Branham to come up and take the service. He's going to walk out on the platform. We're going to now turn the service over to Brother Branham. Really? Church, what have we gotten into? Spiritualism? Think about it. Brother Branham coming out and praying over the communion and, and they're weeping and they're crying. Oh, isn't it wonderful to have Brother Branham serve us communion? Come on, we're not a bunch of spiritualists. We're not a bunch of Catholics. No, we've been freed from that thing. We've received the glorious message. And the only time a prophet of God said that he would ever preach his gospel is in his mortality. And I'm going to tell you, he's gone on, but the Holy Ghost is still here. The same effects is still here. The same anointing is still here. The power of God is still here. He's still liberating. He's still standing free. He's still filling with the Holy Ghost. I thank God for our prophet, but I thank God for the Holy Ghost. That's our liberty. God has sent us the Holy Ghost to do what? To free us from the deception of humanity. To free us from the deception of humanity. They have ribbons that they cut up and they play a portion of Brother Branham's message praying over handkerchiefs. Now come get your handkerchief that Brother Branham prayed over. Come on, church. It goes on and on and on and on. There's so much. What are they trying to trying to put the people back in bondage? Put us back in bondage. And they use, they're using our glorious message. Using the same message, Brother Jonathan, Brother Joseph, that we're preaching today. That we're declaring liberty. And they're declaring a control over the people. Because you got to do it my way. You got to do it my way when I tell you to do it. And hold over the people. Notice now. They tell you today that you got to believe this message. When you, or when you believe this message that you have the Holy Ghost. That's bondage. I believe you got to believe the message. But not just because you believe the message don't mean you got the Holy Ghost. How many of you believe this message and you ain't got the Holy Ghost? Oh, yeah. You still believe it, but you know you're living below it. You know there's still more work to be done. Don't play games with yourself. I mean, the Holy Spirit is here right now, but you don't have to stay there. You just got to recognize, look, I declare I believe this message, and I declare I don't have the Holy Ghost. My life ain't lining up with the Word, but I want it to. I want to be free. I want the change broken off. I want to serve God completely with all of my heart. Fine, today we're borrowing from denominations now. Amen. You got churches that are preaching classes. 
or teaching classes how to keep our young men pure. How to overcome pornography addiction. I got one word for you. Well, it ain't one word. It's few. You must be born again. Come on. You want power over, the whole, over pornography? You want that thing to fall off your life? Get born again. What does it mean to get born again? It means to stand fast in your liberty. Where that thing don't control you no more. The things that you used to do, you don't do. Things you used to look at, you don't look at. The music you used to listen to, you don't listen to. Those old love story books that you used to read, you don't read them no more. Why? Because you have been freed from it. The draw or the enticement, the lurement of those things that used to control you. They don't control you no more because the chains that once held you, they can't hold you now. Find today that we want to take an intellectual conception about the message. We have the revealed word, brothers. They would hate my preaching. Lord have mercy. I like a little bit of inspiration. I believe in studying the message. I study it. My wife would tell you, I spent hours upstairs in my study studying this message, reading, listening, seeking the presence of the Lord, trying to find direction for services, whatever he would give me. I believe in it, but it's more than an intellectual conception. Let me tell you, intellectual conception will never break the chains that are holding you. Intellectual conception will never take a bride in the rapture. Intellectual conception will never heal your body. But I'm here to talk to you about the power and the inspiration of the supernatural. It'll break chains. It'll heal sickness. It'll deliver from demonic spirits. I'm going to tell you, I know about a supernatural God. But they want to bring intellectual conception into it. That's only bondage. You can quote all the quotes you want, buddy, but let me tell you, if there ain't no anointing behind it, it's hog water. Amen. It, it, it's no good. Amen. See, intellectual understanding will never deliver the people. Amen. You can preach you a pretty gospel. Amen. You can preach you a pretty gospel. But if I go back to the beginning, if I go back to the beginning, there was a lamb that had to be slain. A little hemp cord tied around his neck, drug up that hill, laid on that altar, took a little flint rock and hacked and hacked and hacked and hacked and hacked until finally blood began to go everywhere. And there was one that brought a little flowery man. It was an intellectual gospel. It was beautiful. It was so clean. There was no blood. It wasn't all that noise. All that, all that shouting that y'all doing. Bunch of lambs out there shouting and sheep shouting and, and worshiping. It wasn't none of that. It was, oh. Come on, brother. Come on. One was accepted, one was rejected. Amen. And if you do as our brother, you will be accepted. Yeah. But we find today now, they don't want the noise in the church. Right. I'm going to go a little bit longer. I got 18 more minutes by my clock. I told y'all I was going to preach 30, but I went to 40. So here I go. I'm going to give you another 20. Maybe a little bit longer. Hold on to your seatbelts. Buckle up. This is a good ride. We find here they don't want you to have an emotional workup service. They want you to have an emotionless service. You come to church and you got your hair all nicely done. You put all that effort into that hair. 
Some of you did. Some of you didn't. Okay. I can tell the ones that's got small kids. Got that banana clip. Boop. Got that one done quick. Oh, my. Y'all don't look at me right now. I'm going to look at that clock for a few minutes. But they don't want no, they don't want no worship that, oh, you get all worked up and get excited. And now you got message to churches and they're, 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 they're preaching against all the emotion. Well, the prophet of God didn't get emotional. Let me just tell you, I recall the prophet of God doing this right here. Oh, you don't like that, huh? Well, you go find the preacher. Your prophet done the same thing. And you say, he didn't get emotional. I'm here to tell you, he got excited about this word. He got excited when God returned the word back to the people. And David, oh, let me tell you. Oh, when the word came back, he began to dance. He began to dance. What happened? Oh, the ark was restored. The word was restored. And you want to steal my joy? You want to say, I can't praise God? I'm free, church. Don't try to hold me by your church of Christ religion. I've been made free by the power of God. You probably ain't never had that happen, but there. Now, put it down in your chronicle. It's done. I jumped on your platform, your pulpit. I will say that was a first. Forgive me, Brother Joseph, but it felt good. Notice, they want to make you feel condemned. Because you enjoy your time in church. Make you feel condemned. Because you enjoy freedom, liberty, victory. Anybody got a cane in here? All you old people, y'all ain't got no cane. <laughs> My goodness, I'm going to have to make up one here shortly. <laughs> Praise the Lord, you're right. We ain't got that people yet. <laughs> but you see, they don't want you to enjoy your religion. They don't want you to enjoy your freedom. We're going to look in Exodus 28, verse 33. And notice what they did. In the Old Testament. And I'm going to preach this. I'm going to drive this home for a minute. Because this excites me. And since I'm the preacher, I get to do what I want. Notice now, Exodus 28, verse 33. And beneath upon the hem of it, thou shalt make pomegranates of blue and of purple and of scarlet round about the hem thereof. And bells of gold between them round about. A golden bell and a pomegranate. A golden bell and a pomegranate. Upon the hem of the robe round about. And it shall be upon Aaron to minister. It's a sound that you should be heard when he goeth into the holy place before the Lord. When he cometh out that he die not. Why did they put a pomegranate and a bell on the hem of his garment? Because when he went into the holy of holies to make a sacrifice. For you, it was a sound that he was still alive, that he hadn't died in it. What am I telling you? The old church, there was some noise everywhere he went. And I'm here to tell you tonight if there ain't no noise in the church, there ain't no God in the church, there ain't no fire in the church. I'm everywhere Jesus went, he got noisy, he got excited, he got free church. What we need to do, Brother Joseph, is pass the pomegranates and some bells around and start worshiping and start enjoying our freedom. We've been made free tonight. 
a pomegranate and a veil. Going holy, holy, holy unto the Lord. Oh, notice. It was noisy where the high priest went. And we can't be noisy today. They can be noisy without the Holy Ghost. Why can't we be noisy with it? Holy, holy, holy unto the Lord. Let me say this. If your life is not crying holy, holy, holy unto the Lord, you're dead. Because if those bells wasn't making a sound, he was dead. That's the only way that they knew he was alive. Well, you say, well, I don't like all that, Brother Chuck. See, if you can't say amen to the word, and the only thing you can do is get critical. Oh, oh, maybe you dead. Maybe you dead. You don't like all that excitement. Well, it goes against my nature. Well, get born again. Get free. Shake that critical thing off of you. Don't you sit in that seat of the storm. God made you to worship. God made you to rejoice. God made you to shout. God made you to praise him. Let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. God inhabits the praise of his people. And if there ever was somebody that should praise our God, it should be the bride of Laodicea. It should be the bride of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We got a right to praise. We got a right to dance. We got a right to worship. Notice, the only way that they know that man was still alive and that God hadn't slayed him back there behind that curtain is because of the noise. Well, my church don't believe that. Well, I got one word for you. Dead. Dead. You got a dead pastor. You got a dead preacher. You got a dead deacon. You got a dead church. You know what you do with something that's dead? You bury it. Dig a hole tonight and bury that dead godless religion and catch on fire while the Holy Ghost is here. We got a right church. God ain't dead. He ain't dead. He's alive. And he's here tonight. Pull Satan and Paul Satan and Paul Satan. It ain't just for the young. It's for the old church. You got a right to rejoice. You got a right to be free. I know some of you. You are well, Brother Joe. You know, I, you know, Brother Joe, now, you just don't know I'm very dignified. No, I like all that. I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I just don't want to get in the flesh. Well, let me just tell you what you did this morning. You got up in the flesh. You drugged that flesh to the dinner table and ate breakfast this morning. You know what? Some, some of you put clothes on that flesh. Thank God you did. We appreciate it. You dressed that flesh in some nice clothes. 
But that wasn't it. You put that flesh in a car and you drove that flesh to the house of God and you came in in your flesh and you sat down in your flesh on that pew and now you say, I don't want to get in the flesh. You can't but help but be in the flesh. But I'm here to tell you, if you'll just respond to the word, you can give God something to anoint. You can give God something to, to strike hold of and God can use your flesh and strike your flesh and make a real son and daughter of God out of you. Somebody needs to throw the flag out there. Oh, Satan, you lost. You can't have me. I'm not going to be held by broken chains. Brother Bram said, now I'll give you a quote because some of y'all need it. Well, Brother Branham, it's emotional. He said, well, I can scientifically prove to you that anything without emotion is dead. Take that from your prophet. Put it in your smoking. You better not be smoking. Put it in your pipe. Excuse me. We done got so defensive about emotion. There was a, Brother Brown was preaching somewhere, and he said, I was preaching, and there was a woman crying, like some of y'all, crying out, Sister Shirley, praising God, because, oh, you got a right, because only you've been where you've been, only you know what you've been through, but I'm here to tell you, God's on your side, God ain't left you, God ain't forsaken you, God is still on the throne, God is still on the scene, and yet you may shout a little bit, and what's wrong with that lady, she's shouting all the time, oh, yes, God, oh, praise Jesus, yes, Master, well, what the, oh, God done done something. Let me tell you, if you would have been in Sister Shirley's shoes and come the way Sister Shirley come, she's got, oh, hallelujah. I said she's got a right this morning. The righteous need to worship. God has held her. God has kept her. He ain't forgot about you. And you trying to shut her up and to steal her praise and her worship? Shame on you. Shame on you. He said, I was preaching, there was a woman crying. And she was just holding up her hands, crying and praising God. I just striped Shirley's name right here. And the Holy Spirit was there, and that woman was so filled with the Holy Ghost. And how can a magnet draw anything unless it's magnetized to it? And there was a man who belonged to another church. He was a friend of mine. He was standing outside, and he said, Billy, I was enjoying your sermon until that woman raised up and started crying. How in the world could you preach her acting like that? He said, that's the only time I can preach. Oh, that's the only time I can preach. I say, thank you, Sister Shirley. Thank you for getting behind the word. Thank you for responding. Maybe somebody else will respond. Maybe somebody else will catch hold and realize that's the only time that the preacher can preach is when somebody is responding to the word and they're pulling on their gift as a more master. Give me more master. Preach to me more master. Let me have the Holy Ghost more master. Give it to me. That's the only time. That's the only time I can preach. When I see that the power of God has caught away the church, caught away the message, he said, well, it just made shivers run over my back. He said, well, I said, if you ever get fortunate enough to get to heaven, you're going to freeze to death. 
because there's going to be crying, there's going to be shouting, there's going to be praising God day and night, angels flying back and forth, holy, oh, hallelujah, I say holy to the Lord, I made it, oh, hallelujah, I made it, I made it, oh, hallelujah, church, we made it, I said we made it, Glory! Holy, holy unto the Lord! We made it! We made it! We got a right to worship! He says, now, let me tell you something right now, my brother. You're living in the quietest world you'll ever live in. He said, if you go to hell, there's going to be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. And if you go to heaven, there's going to be hallelujahs and praise our God day and night all the time, all through eternity. This is the quietest place you'll ever live. Oh, I tell you, I wouldn't be so much worried about all that emotion. I'm worried about those that ain't got no emotion. I'm worried about those that are dead. 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 They come and they drag the service down because they're dead. Now bring this to a close. Brother, I don't preach three services. I'm wiped out. Tag your it. Somebody else can take it. Well, I'm giving you everything I got and this old boy is about wiped out. He was, I was up here at Cato Tabernacle. We had a meeting, a crippled boy that came up there, and he was prayed for. Many of you was there, and you see him. And they put him back there in the emergency room. Billy led him to me. He said they had him on the platform for three or four nights. And back there in the building, he said he didn't get a prayer card, so they put him in the emergency room. And I went there, and I prayed for him. I looked at him. He said, Mr. Branham, can you tell me some consolation? I said, yes, son, you got polio. You got, it's got you this way. He said, that's right. He said, your name is such and such. You come from a certain place. He said, that's right. He says, what about my healing? And notice the prophet of God didn't go into a vision. He said, by his stripes. By his stripes. You were, not are, were healed said he went home testifying, giving God praise. He brought such a reproach. They claim in the neighborhood until on one Sunday a group of ministers a group of ministers come in and they set him down and they said you must stop doing that you're bringing a reproach upon the cause. This young man sitting there he said mister if you were sitting where I am, if you was in the chair that I'm sitting in, you wouldn't try to rob me of my only hope in Christ. And I'm here to tell you tonight, church, if you would have been where Sister Shirley's been, oh, church, you wouldn't try to rob you of your only hope. You've got a hope for a husband. I'm here to tell you tonight, some of you young people, if they would only been where you've been, you've got a hope tonight. You got a hope in Christ. It makes you shout. It makes you rejoice. It makes you get emotional. Don't try to steal their only hope. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever.
He still heals the sick. He still performs miracles. He still delivers. He still gives faith for lost lovers. He still fills with the Holy Ghost. He still gives joy and peace and victory. Let me tell you, if they only knew where you've been and the situation you've been in, they wouldn't stop your praise. They wouldn't stop your praise. You got a right. I say we got a right. We got a right to praise God. We're free. We're free. Stand fast tonight, church, in your freedom. Musicians come. I'm parachuting out. Oh, hallelujah, church. Sister Jessica, I want you to come. Rebecca, you're going to have to play. I can find this scripture. I'm looking for it. I got a ton of notes I'm skipping over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My goodness. I'm going to skip through all my notes. We're going to find it. Don't you give up. Come on, Sister Jessica. You get ready. We'll just share what the Word says about you tonight. Oh, my. Deuteronomy 28, verse 3. 28, verse 3. Bible says, Blessed thou art be in the city, and blessed thou shalt be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. That means your children. Fruit of thy ground, the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall thou be the basket in thy store. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thy enemies to rise up against thee, and they shall come in one way, and they shall disperse seven ways. I say, oh, glory to God tonight. You come on, Satan. You may come one way, but you got to lead seven ways. Oh, church, the Lord shall establish you a holy people unto himself. He has sworn unto thee if thou wilt keep his commandments. Oh, and walk in his ways. And all the people shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. And they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. In the fruit of thy body. In the fruit of thy cattle. In the fruit of thy ground. In the land which the Lord swears to thy fathers to give. The Lord shall open up thee a good treasure. All the heaven to give rain unto the land in the season and to bless the work of thy hand. The Lord shall lend unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow. The Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. I say, oh, glory to God. I am the head. I'm not the tail. I'm going up. I'm not going down. Because it's my season. I said, it's my season to be blessed. Come on, worship the Lord. Sing it, sister. It's your season. 
You know what the Bible said to do? Leap for joy. Somebody leap for joy. Somebody leap for joy. Somebody leap for joy. Hallelujah. If you want joy, leap for joy right now. Lose your dignity and leap for joy. I'm sorry. You knew before you came here because many of you accuse me that I'm Pentecostal and I got too much emotion. I got too much fire. You knew when you walked through those doors that the pillar of fire is not just on the wall. It ain't just a pain of fire. It came off the wall. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is with the bride. 
supernatural is with the bride. The pillar of fire is alive in the church. Spiritualism. Somebody sent me a video the other day. Two couples got married. Brother Bramman married this couple back in the 1950s. And they got the couples up there with two and a tape recorder. When Brother Bram said, would you take this, this man, they push play. And would you take this man, they stop it. They went through entire ceremony. Spiritualism. Catholicism in the church. Reformation in the church. It's a popish spirit that's gotten hold of the people. Hello, somebody. But praise God for Holy Ghost preachers. That'll break through the organizational system in this message and set you free. What did, what did God says to, 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 uh, uh, to, to Esau? I've given them the mountain. Hallelujah. They're denominational mountains. But praise God, Israel, you've been on the mountain there on Mount Sinai too long. Your inheritance is on the other side. Don't get caught up by these organizational mountains and these organizational preachers. Oh, go around it. If, you're, if you borrow anything from them, pay them for it. If your cattle eat any of their grass, pay them for it. Because your inheritance is on the other side. Hallelujah. Are you inherited? Are you, are you tasting of that? Oh, wait, no. We are here, church. You already are in Canaan. Oh, I'm just praise God one day when I get over to Canaan. I'm already there. I'm already there. I'm eating my grapes. I'm slaying giants. I'm carrying my family in. I'm not waiting. I'm already there. You believe it? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. One day I'll cast a wishful eyes over in Jordan, stormy banks I stand, and I cast a wishful eyes. You can stand there all you want and wish. I ain't wishing. I'm in the promised land. Giants, spread your legs. I'm coming through. I'm going to take my family, take my children, take my son, take my daughter, take my grandchildren. You believe it? Hallelujah. God bless you. We got a victory in this church. Get ready to go baptize a young lady who came to me this morning and said, Brother Joseph, I want to get baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I repent of every sin, everything in my life. I want to start anew right now in Jesus' name. So I'm going to let you sing a little bit and shout a little bit. I'm going to baptize as the Lord Jones. Again in Jesus' name. And what a victory. What a victory God has given us in this meeting. You believe it? Hallelujah. God is able to set free the captives, to break the chains and the yokes of bondage, to deliver you from drugs, Brother Nathan, where you don't have to look back again. Hallelujah. Chains are broken. Hallelujah. You believe it? It's all right. Y'all better be careful. I thought this was a message, church. It is. Recognizing your day in this message. But the message the prophet brought us didn't take us back into Egypt. It brought us out. So why do we have slave drivers trying to take us back into Egypt, friends? They are slave masters. 
But praise God, there's a Joshua and there's a Caleb. There's some Joshua's and Caleb's. We are more than able to take the land. You believe that? Sing a song of praise with me as I celebrate with my sister. Would you go get changed, my sister? I'm coming. Baba said, repent. Amen. Of all your sins. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And thou and thy house shall be saved. What should I do but to be saved? Repent. That's all you got to do. He said, well, I thought I did that. Repent again. He said, I thought I was baptized. Baptized. I don't care how many times you want to get baptized. I'm going to baptize you. Come on. Praise God. So I praise the Lord. I, I, I've only been baptized one time in this message. You better, you better stop that nonsense. Quit looking down that long religious nose at everybody. Amen. And say, God, save me lest I die. Too many in the message. Pharisees, blind as Sadducees. Looking down them big, long religious nose. Well, well, that's a deep subject. You're going to fall right in it one day. Hell is deep. Well, 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 my foot. Amen. We're going up to heaven in Jesus' name. God bless you. Put your hands together and let's pray for the Lord. Well, I've been to the river. I've been baptized. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Oh, I've been changed from this creature that I once was. It's now my name. Oh, I've been changed. I've been newborn now. All my life has been rearranged. Oh, and what a difference it makes when the Lord came to stay in my heart. Oh, yes, I've been changed. Though my sins were scarlet, they're white. Has no, I was bound, but today I am free. Hallelujah! Oh, I was lost in the darkness, but now I am found. I was blind, thank God, now I see. Oh, I've been changed. I am new for now. All my life has been rearranged. Oh, and what a difference it made. When the Lord came to stay in my heart, oh yes, I've been changed. When at last in His presence I stand above, He will wipe every tear from my eyes. And I'll thank Him for giving a wretch like me a new hope beyond the sky. Hallelujah, yes, I've been changed. Oh, I am newborn now. All my life has been rearranged. And what a difference it made when the Lord came to stay in my heart. Oh, yes, I've been changed. Sing that with me. Oh, I've been changed. I am newborn now. All my life has been rearranged. Oh, and it made when the Lord came to stay in my heart. Oh, yes, I've been changed. In my heart, oh, in my heart. Oh, yes, I've been changed.
And he promised to hold my hand. He promised to help me stand. When the valley's too low and the river's too wide, he promised he would lead me to the other side. His promise is life, my way. Never leave my feet to stray. Living in his word, I will overcome. Standing on his promises one by one. Help me see now. Oh, he promised to hold my hand. He promised to help me stand. When the valley's too low and the river's too wide, he promised he would lead me to the other side. His promise is life. This is revival. This is revival. You know, we got all too many uh, too many traditions in the message. We brought over all sorts of traditions from all our organizations in this message. And we say, oh, we're not organized. Yes, we are too. The only thing that's not organized, that's the message that God has brought us. But we all have organized ourselves. By bringing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But the prophet of God said, you got to leave what the mother church has done behind you. Hallelujah. And come into the word of the hour. You believe it? My God, I tell you. He said, oh, praise the Lord. I tell you, I've been baptized once before. I don't care how many times you've been baptized. If God's dealing with your heart, you need to hit the water and say, Lord, save me. Lest I die. You believe it? As our sister come. Come, my dear sister. Let's pray together. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord God, you placed upon the servant of God, Sister Laura Jones, before even God here, you were speaking to his heart to impart eternal life and the blessings of restoration in our lives. Lord God, she desired to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and upon the confession of her faith. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. That's what revival is all about. You know what a revival is? A killing. Before you can have a revival, you got to have a killing. That's what God's been doing all this weekend is killing the old flesh out of us. It's checkmating our flesh. It's the end of you. It's the end of your reason. It's the end of your intellectual. It's the end of your pride. It's the end of your know-it-allness. The Holy Ghost has checkmated you this weekend. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. I'm sad to say uh, this is the end of the 2023 uh, Youth Banquet Revival, but it's not. Because we are going to continue on in the name of Jesus. And in between now and next May, Brother Joe is going to pop in here a few more times to stop the flame. Is that all right? Can I get a good round of applause for that? And Kadri Dix, Kadri Dix is going to come right behind him and pull an amen out of you. You know that. You can't sit there all cute. You know how he does. That's not like Kadri. He's coming, you know, in a few weeks. He's going to pick up right where Brother Joe left off. We're going to have another shout in this church. You love Jesus. God bless you. I want to tell each of you young people, please uh, give my love and my greetings to your pastor and uh, his wife and your, the congregation and uh, workers there in their church. Tell your pastor, I appreciate him uh, giving you the permission to come to the meeting. And as you see, I'm not here to proselyte you. I want you to go back to your church. I've never built a church on proselytes. My church has been built on faith in Jesus Christ. People here who have been on drugs. Come on now. Drug alleys, prostitutes, all sorts of people. Them are the kind Jesus love. Amen. Is that right? He said, I come not to the righteous, to the Sadducees and the Pharisees, but I came to the publicans and the sinners. Amen. Praise God. I'm one of them. But I've been changed and transformed by the power of God. We want you to stay with us. We've got the meal prepared downstairs. All kinds of food you're going to see down there. All the way from Friday night. It's called hodgepodge. <laughs> if you want good hot dog, we got good hot dogs. You want good uh, um, steak burgers, Brother Pat made the best there is. We got Mexican food down there. We got sandwiches. We got all types of food for you. We want you to stay back. And the, the fellowship all is ready. Is it ready, Brother Matt? They're all ready down there? Okay, good. Praise the Lord. We're going to go down and have a good time of fellowship in the Lord. Remember for the local saints here, no service here on Wednesday night. Can I have that sermon back out? I'm not a pope to tell you what to listen to, but you're a pastor. I'm going to give you a suggested message so we can study for the sermon coming up next Sunday. Is that all right? Identify Christ. Listen, Wednesday evening, that's this, the 31st, this Wednesday, suggested. I cover my grounds. I ain't no pope. Amen. Suggested congregational listening. The identifying masterpiece of God. I'll be preaching on it next Sunday. Do you love it? Amen. Smart man I am. Amen.
love you with the love of God. Let's bless the food. Please, please, please stay back. Please stay back and eat with us. There's, there's all kinds of food down there. The young people are going to be excused. Brother Jonathan is going to keep them busy. We got basketball, all kinds of stuff out there for them as well. We love you, young people. Get, get ready. Go to your church. Greet your pastor. Take a little fire with you. And remember, next Memorial weekend, if the Lord tarries, uh, Brother Joe Adams, Brother Kadri Dix will be on the mount again. That's the 24th through uh, the 27th of 2024. If we don't see you then, we all better be in the rapture. Yeah. Amen. God bless you. Let's bow our heads as we pray. Father, we thank you for your amazing grace tonight. Thank you, Lord, for what you did for Sister Laura, how you blessed her, our honest heart, and said, Lord, I just, I want to just repent, Lord. I want to come clean with you. I want to serve you, Lord. I want to live for you. Restore the joy of my salvation, Lord. Save me, Lord. Restore me. Heal me. Oh, God, we love you, Father. Bless